Welcome to the Galaxy Connection Podcast, Episode 6. We are so glad to be back. Um, We have not done a podcast in about two weeks due to spring break and just getting back and all things like that. Um, but we're really excited. There's a lot a lot of news that has been building up. Um, and yeah, there's a lot to talk about. So, um, you know, we usually do our something cool or bad that happened over the week. Yeah. But um, we can talk about a little more <laughs> than that because it's been a little bit right. of time. So if you did anything cool, if there's more than one thing, go for it. You can talk about it. So what's been going on with you? Ooh, um, a lot. A lot that's uh, a lot that's not worthy talking about, sort of things. Uh, school, um, lots of that. You know, not much has really happened to me over the past two weeks. Nothing too interesting. Lot, right? I've just been working a lot. They scheduled me for so many hours during spring break. My girlfriend, uh, it, it worked out because my spring break was different from her spring break. So they had me working a bunch of hours my spring break. And then I got more time with her during her spring break because then I was back in school. So it it was very convenient. That's nice. Um, Let's see. So uh, like I said, I I went to Disney World, um, which was very fun. The obviously the Star Wars section was fantastic. Um, They updated the Star Wars like they have a ride called Star Tours. And it's weird because it used to be it was like. The building looked like a Star Wars building, like right. in the gift shop with Star Wars, but the ride wasn't Star Wars. It was what just was like, it? well, you were just like flying in a ship, it was but like just space. There were no X Wings. There was nothing that was Star Wars. And it right. was just like, you're in a ship and flying. Um, but they updated it, and it starts out, and like Darth Vader is like force holding your ship, and he's <laughs> at the very front of it, and he's like, you're not going anywhere. And C3PO's flying, and he's like, yes, we are. And then. It's crazy. Typical Star Wars day. <laughs> uh, but it was pretty fun, and all the people walking around were awesome. And, and then in the gift shop, they had this really cool jacket that they only sell at Disney World because I was like, oh, I'll just buy it online later. They don't sell it online. Yeah. And it's this cool like red and black kind of windbreaker-esque um, thing, and it has like a uh, Darth Vader's like face just right like, it's really simple it's not like a so i'm assuming you got it i did yeah okay. I, I got it um and yeah no it's pretty cool and disney was just good overall what the place that surprised me the most was animal kingdom actually um you enjoyed animal kingdom yeah that was the last one we went to and i figured you know this is just like a glorified <laughs> zoo. zoo um it was awesome they had this ride called like the yeti the yeti or it was like the himmel something about like the it was like a Yeti ride. And it was the Himalayan. I rode it four times, dude, <laughs> and it was amazing. You like go on this thing and you go up, and then you're like in this tunnel, and there's like a right. Yeti chasing you. There's a Yeti chasing. And at one point, you like go, and the track's like broken, mm. and you like go, and it looks like you're about to fall off, and you're like, oh my gosh! Um, and then it goes backwards. It was oh, okay. seriously awesome. And then I did it. At, I did the ride at night. Even more intense at night because, like, I don't. You just, I don't even know what's happening. Right. <laughs> um, was it crowded during spring break? Um, yeah, it was okay. So we woke up at like five every morning to go. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So for the first like three hours, 
um it was not crowded at all once yeah. it got to be like that's a dedication yeah it was worth it though um <laughs> i just had to kind of change my sleep schedule around but yeah it was worth it um spring break was awesome and then um i've taken up i've been reading a lot more lately um i've just i don't know i'm getting one of those moods i guess yeah um you'll talk about what you've been reading yeah i'll talk about that in a little (laughs) bit but yeah overall it was uh it was pretty good spring break right yeah um yeah so let's see first on our topics we have um a little bit of star wars news as Mm -hmm. always we cannot we are the galaxy connection (laughs) we are the galaxy connection podcast the official podcast of the museum based in Hot Springs, Arkansas. So go check it out. Um, yes. Yeah, so the one of the Disney Star Wars executive CEOs said, um, "Let's see. It's Bob Iger. We've talked about him before. Um, he has revealed that Disney has been busy looking at how to explore quotes. This is what he said: What could be another decade and a half of Star Wars stories?" Um, and Star Wars stories, if, if no one knows listening, um, that's the that's the term they use when they're talking about the movies that aren't in the main, you know, like episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So like Rogue One was a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. The new Han Solo movie, that's a Star Wars story. So um, a uh, decade and a half. Yeah. Um, am I correct in saying that's about 15 years? A decade's 10? A that? decade's okay, 10, good. yeah. So decade and a half, that's 15 more years of Star Wars films. And I mean, I know I've heard people complain and be like, eh, they're saturating Star Wars. It's getting lazy. You're crazy. If you think that if any, anyone, any director who gets their hands on a Star Wars movie, dude, they're going to give it all. They, get. yeah, I, I'm very excited. Um, I, I hope they do a, um, an Obi-Wan movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hope they fulfill their Boba Fett movie I think, that they oh, always I talk hope about. So too, they've got to. It's such a such a requested character. I'm also ready for my Jabba the Hutt standalone <laughs> film. The birth can't and wait death for that. Of the Jabba birth the and Hutt. death of Jabba the Hutt. I want to see how he came to power. Yeah, and, wow. You know, I'm ready for. Wouldn't it. that be good, Jabba the Hutt? Oh, hey, uh, 15 years. We could surely yeah. there's room for we'll it. Squeeze yeah. in room for him. But yeah, so. Uh, of all the possibilities, you know, mm-hmm. if if you could have anything, what standalone movie do you think you would want most? Like you absolutely want to see, right? Um, well, I think a well, okay. I I was going to say a Darth Maul mm-hmm. standalone film, but the TV shows have covered him a lot. Mm-hmm. They've covered a lot of what went on with him. I'm mainly excited for the Han Solo film that's coming because he's a character that has no backstory mm-hmm. that we know of right mm-hmm. now. Like, I mean, he's he's got a backstory. Well, and but they, he, you know, they had the trilogy of books, but they that's they all canon. they decanonized yeah. him, so we literally know nothing. Yeah, yeah. So right now we know nothing about him. Um, I don't know. You know, that's the one I was looking forward to. Well, cool. And that's the I'm glad it's being that's made. <laughs> the second one we're getting, so yeah, that'll be good. Um, so I, I'm eager for the. I know they're gonna do it. Um, I'm eager for the Obi Wan because it'll take place between Episode three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I absolutely think they should be using Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, he has been vocal. He'd be the age. Yeah. He said, I want to do this, and he'd be the right age. Like, you know, I mean, obviously they'd make him a little more grungy, older, yeah. but he's he could do it. And he, he was one of the actors that no one ever complained about in the prequels. They yeah. thought he did great. Because he was always the one spot on. Yeah, he, he killed it, and I think it'd be great. However, that's not the one I want to see the most. What do you that, want to see the most? I... Since they decanonized it, <laughs> I would like to see a Darth Plagueis movie. Okay. Um, I read the book of Darth Plagueis, and oh, is it good? And, you know, it stinks that they decanonized they it. But I can only hope they're doing that because they want to make their own story, which I really hope they do. Um, but they, that'd be great because the book uh, basically documents from the time um, Palpatine was young. Yeah how uh, Plagueis found him right. and how they evolved into what, you know... What we know today. Palpatine killing Plagueis, yeah. So um, I think that would be so cool. Right. And they could do a lot with it. But yeah, no matter what, I'm, that news is very exciting to me. 15 right. years yeah. of Star Wars. and You know, give me 100. I don't, I don't even care. <laughs> I'll be dead. But still give it to I'll me. I'll be dead, but... <laughs> um, yeah. Um, okay, so... Over the this past, it was this, this past. Okay, week, over yeah. this past week, they Nintendo Switch released a a Splatoon two beta type mm-hmm. of thing, um, and Peyton and I got the chance to play a little bit of it. So we were just gonna vaguely talk about what we thought, um, kind of you know what we're thinking about it. Right. So, what do you think, Peyton? It it was very similar to the first one, mm-hmm. and you know that's nothing really to complain about. Um, the first one was. I, I enjoyed it. Um, my main thing was I didn't really have anybody to play with. Yeah. And uh, another problem that I will, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. To me, it got old really, really quick. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's something the new one fixes with. I would love to see new game modes. Mm. Um, I know they're going to expand. Like, I don't even know if I can call it the weapon library considering <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Um, it's a bunch of paintbrushes. <laughs> the brush library. And, uh, guns. But, yeah, I know they're expanding on that, but we, we needed more game modes than just the first team to cover up the map. Yeah. Wins. And I I think they might have added, like, a few more game modes, but, like, they weren't really they, – they didn't bring me back from what mm-hmm. I remember. Nothing, like, that they updated to the game brought me back. And that that's – I remember I got Splatoon – and once I got rid of Splatoon, I got rid of my Wii U. Because yeah. I was like, I, no. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely agree it. Um, I mean, it felt quite exactly like the first mm-hmm. one, which is okay, you know. You know, the first one was good. So, yeah. you know, why, why try and mess it up? Um, I will say, um, I, I absolutely agree with Peyton that it got old quickly. It just did. Um, especially, you, we couldn't match make. Like, we Mm-mm. we couldn't play with each other on nope. the Wii U. You couldn't do that. Um but that's where I think the Nintendo Switch is going to be very successful because they advertised it where these eight friends just met up and, you know, like on the go and just started playing Splatoon. That sounds cool. You know, you know, Peyton and I take various trips together to, yeah. to different states. That sounds cool. Like, like, oh, hey, man, you want to play Splatoon? And right. we just bust it out and start playing. Um, that is interesting to me. That sounds like something I would, like, mm-hmm. want to do. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. You know, it's just another game for I'll the get Switch, it. and uh, yeah, I'll definitely get it. Um, 
yeah, no, it was, it is what it is, and it's good. Yep. So, okay, um, okay, so this is a, a bit of, <laughs> this is, this news is a little more odd, but yeah, um, I figured I'd talk funny. about it. Um, so there's this thing going around on the internet with uh, the Nintendo Switch and Breath of the Wild, the new Zelda game, um, where people are one person. There's two people, and one person uses the left Joy-Con. And which is the controller, and then the other person uses the right one, and they try and play Zelda, and it's pretty fun. Peyton and I tried it before before we started recording, and to our credit, I thought we were pretty good. We at were it. pretty good, actually. I, yeah. I, we're a pretty in sync pair of dudes, so um, yeah, we were we were pretty much nailing it, you know. I mean, it was kind of fun, like it. You know, I don't I don't think of Zelda as a co op game, but it almost right. made it a co op game. A weird co op game. Yeah, like in an unexpected way. So um yeah, that was just kind of some fun news. Just one um, thing I want to bring up is hmm. uh, while we were doing it, there would be times like um we would like stand there and we would be like, Okay, now you do this <laughs> and we would realize we're holding the controller that like like well let's say we need to select this item from the menu. Yeah. We would like look over at the other person and be like, Select it. Yeah. And we're not realizing we're holding the controller. Yeah. That's like it's just very odd because you only have half the control. Yeah, you're forgetting kind of your responsibilities. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. I can't really explain it. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, give it a try if you have a switch. Um, to be honest, try that with multiple games. This could yeah. be like something you could do with different. I don't, it sounds really funny. So, um, yeah, that's that's just something fun to try out on your do switch. It with Mario Kart. Oh, that would be so crazy. <laughs> yeah, we got to try that. Um, okay, so next up, the Justice League trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Well, they've tricked me before. Yeah, they have. I Those Suicide <laughs> Squad trailers were pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, these Wonder Woman trailers are pretty freaking cool. The oh, Batman vs. So Superman cool. trailers were pretty freaking cool. It's, I don't know. I have a, a just sort of changing topics here. I have a lot of faith for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That right now, I'm really thinking they are not going to screw this one up. Yeah. But I don't know. I, trailers are very deceiving nowadays. And DC has shown they are very good at making trailers. Um, more so than making actual movies. It's very true. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The yeah, trailer was cool. It was cool, you know. But from my experience with the dc the new dc movies is the trailers show off like all the cool parts yeah and then it's over and everything in between is super like boring um so yeah i mean like peyton said it looks cool yeah that's all i can say (laughs) but there's not a whole lot more to go into you know it's um I don't know. Batman it's Batman versus Superman was a huge letdown for me. It it was. That yeah. that movie. I still enjoyed it, but like, like yeah. it wasn't what everyone wanted it to be. No, no, it wasn't. Um so, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll if we hear anything more about it, we'll keep you yeah. updated, but yeah. Um okay, this one's definitely really just for me to talk about. Right. Um uh so they dropped a Game of Thrones season seven promo, um, and it was not too revealing, but it was something because we haven't seen anything of season seven, mm-hmm. and it was pretty awesome. It showed um, Cersei, Daenerys, and Jon Snow. They were, um, it had a lot of like, f- uh, like footage from 
previous seasons, but there was some new footage I could tell. Um, and it was pretty cool. It kind of showed just like important people and what's like, you know, it just kind of gives you, gets you hyped up. So if you're a Game of Thrones follower and a big fan like I am, definitely go, um, go online and check it out. Cause it's about a, I think it's like a minute. Um, but it was pretty cool just to get you excited. And, uh, just for anyone listening that comes out July 16th. So get excited. Cause that's going to be awesome. Um, okay. Next up. This is a big trailer day. Yeah. Um, the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer number two dropped, um, and it was pretty cool. I don't know what you thought Here's about it. Here's a trailer it. to talk about. Yeah, go for it. I know I you're am, a huge fan. I am so excited for this because um, it, I, I am truly believing um, Tom Holland's going to be the first Spider-Man to get every aspect of it right. Yeah. Um, he's going to get both the geeky and... Spider-Man cocky sort of a-hole yeah. uh, aspect of it yeah. down. Um, I am so excited that Vulture is the bad guy. And it's played by the Birdman or, guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, or No, no, no. It's Falcon. Wait, Vulture? Falcon? Vulture. It's Vulture. Yeah. It's Vulture. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tricking myself. Yeah, you got it. Um, I am so excited. And Michael Keaton's a great choice. Michael, that Michael is hilarious. Michael yeah, going to be a great... <laughs> bad guy do you think they did it on purpose because he was birdman i don't uh, know um, that is too funny he, <laughs> i i know he can play a bad guy um yeah. so i don't know if it was just like hey what are the yeah. odds or <laughs> i don't know funny. what they did but um <laughs> that that trailer showed a lot they are showing like i know all of the films have really touched on like all the past Spider-Man films have always showed like Spider-Man as a beginner and like how he came to be yeah. but this is really showing Spider-Man as a beginner like he wants to be a part of the Avengers. Yeah. Tony Stark's like uh 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 not quite yet and um I I like the aspect of uh Peter Parker is going to rebel. Like he sort of he's like screw Tony Stark, I'm going to just yeah. do this on my own and I like that. That mm -hmm. is going he's going to try to be like this independent superhero but in the end he's still just a kid. And he frankly doesn't know too much about what he's doing. Yeah. And it's going to be such a good movie. I'm very excited. I mean, I've never watched a Marvel movie gone out going, that was bad. <laughs> I, I've like, you know, there have been better ones than others, but right. Mar Marvel knows what they're doing, man. Yeah. They have, they have done quite a good job. Um, the one thing that really jumped out to me in the trailer, and this just really like strokes my Spider-Man nostalgia. Um, I used to read, you know, I st I'm a still a superhero fan, but I used to be a lot more. I used to collect the cards and read a whole bunch of comics, namely um, Iron Man and Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I read this entire, like, comic series when I was a kid, and it had Spider-Man with the um, the wings, the little yeah, webbed wings, little, and he's mm -hmm. got them he's in He's got them. It shows, like, when he's jumping off the building over, over the, the helicopter, helicopter, and he, like, springs out these, like, it looks like little webs. Yeah. Just how they did in the old comics. I love that, man. Yeah. That is so awesome to me. Like I remember that was the, that was the, like, first thing they showed was uh, when their little teaser trailer, like, he has a suitcase. Yeah. And then it's him in the suit, and then you see those spray and just... Yeah. The Dude. nostalgia. It was crazy. I love it. Those... Oh, it just looks so cool. Um, and it also looks like when he's on the building, he has, like, a little gadget come off of his chest plate. 
He's got a little spider yeah, that flies around. Yeah, that's so cool. And uh, I'm not sure what it does. I Me guess either. he can see around. Yeah, it's maybe, sort of like yeah. a drone or Kinda something. Kind of like a Batman but, drone. Yeah. yeah. Um, huh. But I don't know what it does. That's so cool. You can totally see like Tony Stark's hand in that suit, though, because yeah. it's so like, techy and ah. And I thought I was going to hate that when I first, when uh, Civil War first came out. Mm. I'm like, the robotic eyes. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. This is really, really stupid. Yeah. But um, no, I love the technical suit. Yeah, and I like Peyton said, I'm very excited for Tom Holland. I remember when they first released that he was the actor. I was in an uproar. You would not. I was in an uproar. I, I mean, I was like, really? They oh got a freaking. Gosh. He's like, looks like he's 12 years old. This isn't Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And then after seeing him in Civil War, he actually like he blew my socks blew off. It out of the water. He, he was great. So Tom Holland, I'm so excited. Um. Yeah, that's going to be a really good movie. And that mm-hmm. comes out this, is it summer or? 7-7-17. Uh, seven, seven, okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. I July. forgot what month 7 was. July. So that's a day before my birthday. Oh, okay. We should go see it yeah, for my birthday. <laughs> my birthday party. Um, that'll be fun. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Next up is uh, Peyton and I have gotten some time to play with Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah, we have. Um, and... Yeah, we'll just talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it a lot. I like it too. It's fun. I mean, um, last time we played it was the beta. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was very, eh, because the beta came out like a like, few days before yeah, the game. Like three days? Yeah. And I was like, they're not going to be able to fix everything. Granted, they didn't fix everything, but they did <laughs> fix a few things. Yeah. Um, driving feels better, it which does. is my thing you would go all over yeah, the place. It, it, does it was funny over. for the beta but yeah. i don't I'm, know I'm if i can handle it, yeah. an actual game i'm glad they did full of that yeah. but yeah it's that's the most that game is what we've played the most recently yeah we have um and we haven't had a lot of time to play recently mm-hmm. but that's the game we've gotten to play the most yeah it's good to have another co-op game again it is yeah i love co-op games and it's been fun you know the map is huge it's there's a lot um yeah. You definitely want to know your bounds because Peyton and I, we rolled up to this like camp and we were like, let's just take it. We had no idea where we were in the map. We were in like, we were in the hardest part of (laughs) the map. We were in a five star area. We had no idea. We were just crazy. They were just like blowing us open and we were like, why is this so hard? Um, So, but yeah, it's, it's very fun. Right. Um, You know, it. It is. It's like it, it feels like one of those old Ghost Recon games, but every Ghost Recon game has been very linear, right? And this one feels really cool, being all open and yeah. Um, there's a lot to do, and it's it's fun. But as yeah. much as I am praising it right now, I do have two complaints yeah. about it. The first one is I am I was a huge fan of Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Mm-hmm. That was a phenomenal mm-hmm. game, in my opinion. I wish it felt like that more. Me too. A lot of like, the stealth is different. Yeah. They they literally took the Ghost Recon game and did a real big three sixty yeah. on it. Um, and I wish that there was some of that old Future Soldier aspect. That maybe yeah. that's just me because no, I love yeah. Future Soldier. Future a little Soldier too felt much. a lot tighter. See, this game me. is feeling like a more polished division. Yes, to me. And I did not like the division. Yeah, I do yeah. like Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah, did not like the division, but. Felt like the division, but yeah. better to me. And also, my last complaint: when in multiplayer, I, I it will 
sometimes when Jack's not on, I'll still go into multiplayer anyway. It'll it'll pair me with somebody that's like 90 levels ahead of me, oh. and it'll plant me in the middle of a war zone. <laughs> And oh. I got my little submachine gun and sniper rifle. <laughs> You're like not ready for And anything. I get my head blown off. <laughs> and the other guy's like, dude, you suck. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. It, it won't huh. match me with other yeah. players that are like on my level. That's interesting. I, I yeah. haven't even tried going into multiplayer just yet, but good to know. Yeah, huh. it'll just plop me in the middle of a war zone. I'll be like, okay, cool. Well then, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good um, game though. Don't it is pretty like, fun. So yeah, if you got an Xbox One or PS4, definitely go check that one out because it's mm-hmm. it's good. Um, all right, the last thing on our uh, topics is um, so and we kind of mentioned this earlier a little bit. I I finished um, the Star Wars book I had been working on. Um, I'm a I'm a the mainly the books I read are Star Wars. I mean, <laughs> Peyton's literally my camera right now is stacked. On books. It is stacked on Star so Wars, many Star, Star Wars, Wars books. That's four books uh, yeah. in one. Nice. Star Wars, Star Wars. And that's what I'm reading right now. Um, yeah, that one is really good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, probably so, won't read it. But. No, probably not, but it is good. Um, I'll talk about it later. Sure. Um, when I finish. But I finished the Ahsoka book, which is set based on Ahsoka Tano. Um, she was in. She was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan during the Clone Wars TV show. If you didn't watch that, then... You have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, there it is for you YouTubers. <laughs> There's the the cover of the book. I was wondering. I was like, "What's he doing?" Yeah, I was um, looking for it. Yeah, and um, and or if you watch Star Wars Rebels, which you definitely should, um, she's in that as well. But um, yeah, no, it was a really great book. It it basically was the was like a month leading up to uh, her role in Star Wars Rebels. And it kind of explained how, like, what she was doing after she left the Jedi Order. And she didn't have lightsabers anymore. And in Rebels, she has two white lightsabers, which are the white lightsabers are the ones used by the gray Jedi. And so I wondered, I was like, man, like, how, you know, how'd she get these? And the book tells you, and I'll go ahead and explain it. So if you are, yeah, if you're planning on reading this book, um, you can go ahead and, you know, skip forward maybe like two minutes uh, yeah maybe like two minutes or so yeah um so okay i'll go i'll go ahead and talk about it so ahsoka has no lightsabers but she in the book she finally like reconciles with herself and with the force and decides okay um i may not be a jedi but saving people is what i'm meant to do and i need to get the weapon my weapons back and when jedi get their crystals they basically you don't pick your crystal or your color the the crystal picks you so if you go into a temple and there's like a crystal that'll call to you essentially through the force and it'll and you'll know that's your crystal so anyway she's like meditating and like thinking man i have to find more crystals and she starts to get a call from these crystals and she's like okay i need to find them and and she describes it as a song she she hears this song playing and those are the crystals singing to her and she ends up searching for him, and she runs in with a Sith Inquisitor um, who has, like, a double-bladed double, double bladed red lightsaber, and she has to fight this dude. And she goes in, fights him, and she's only got a blaster, and she ends up shooting his... Um, I don't know if she shoots it or... So, something, like, breaks it in half, breaks his saber in half, and she's got one of them. 
So she's holding one half of his saber and he's got the other. And then she starts to like reach out with the force and she literally sucks the darkness out of the red lightsabers. And as they're fighting, they, the crystals end up becoming white crystals for a, a white lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that was, it was just so cool reading that. Cause she like, ah, oh, dude, it's just awesome. <laughs> like, I mean, awesome. Does she know what the heck is going on? No, she, she, she no. really didn't. She, it, she kind of like hints at the whole gray Jedi. Cause a, a gray Jedi is a simply someone who isn't a Jedi or a Sith. They're in between. Right. And in the end of the book, she has a statement of some sort where she says, you know, I don't know. I'm, you know, he, he said like, it's Bail Organa was saying like, oh, it's good to have a Jedi on our team. And she's like, I'm not a Jedi. And he's like, well, you have lightsabers like, and you save people. And she's like, I know, I don't know. I'm something in between. So she kind of accepts it. And yeah, um, but yeah, it was just so cool. Like that she was, she literally sucked the darkness out of a red lightsaber. What? Awesome. Totally awesome. Definitely worth a read. Um, So yeah, for those of you, if you're back after two minutes or so, or if you listened anyway, check it out. It's like, I got mine for 10 bucks, and it's a hardback at Target. Um, great book. Really, really good. So, um, And now I'm on, a ne- the next book is called Dark Disciple, and it's between Asajj Ventress, kind of what happens mm-hmm. with her. Um, so, And it's really good so far. So, um, But yeah, definitely, definitely something to check out. Okay. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next segment, which is games out this oh. week. Um, what the heck happened here? Oh, <laughs> it's just... We're back, YouTube. Um, yes, yeah, so what do we got? Let's see. Okay, so first we have got Kingdom Hearts, the remastered 1 and 2 out this week. Um, that releases March 28th, which by the time you're listening to this, that's going to be a Tuesday, so it'll be out by then. Um, and, yeah, there's no description for it. Um, I guess they just, it literally says, Kingdom Hearts HD 1 and 2 is an HD remaster collection of six Kingdom Hearts experiences. I don't know what that means, I, but okay. I, um, yeah, I never played a Kingdom Hearts. Not my Hearts, kind of game. But um, yeah, I'll check it out. I hear it's kind of like Final Fantasy, and I like that. So definitely something to look into. Um, all right. Uh, next out this week, and this also comes out the 28th, which is a Tuesday, The Has-Been Heroes. Um <laughs> we'll go ahead and read the. I'll have Peyton read the description, but I'm just gonna oh. say, this game's a joke. Um, I see. I haven't heard about this, so I feel like I'm gonna be cracking up. Okay. While I'm well, it. this game is literally should be for a free phone game. Oh, it's 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 not I'm even looking good. forward um, to it. Yeah. Where should I start? Just read that top part and that, sure. stop at key features. Okay. Embark on an epic journey with the has-been heroes, a group of legendary champions once celebrated throughout the kingdom, almost forgotten until the king has one more quest, the most epic of them all. Take the twin princesses to school. Yep. And it's really bad. Huh. It's it's really bad. Yeah, um, you say. I think It's like one of those 2D games where yeah, you're sitting there and like walking down a path uh-huh. and you're just like it's just so bad like we look forward to it it the and i hate to even say this well okay i got a free code by the way a free code for what has been heroes 
Oh. Every GameStop employee got one. Oh, did you play it? No. Oh. But I have it. I have okay. the code. So we can play. Oh. We can try. We, we should try it. <laughs> um... The only thing that interests me about this game is that it's on the Nintendo Switch. And I know I have it for PS4, a free code, but if I actually, I know it looks like crap and it doesn't have the best reviews. Mm-hmm. If I like it, I'll probably get it on the Switch just because I like games like on the Switch to take on the go. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm going to like it. Um, the plot sounds intriguing. It does. Um, but I just yeah, taking the to princess the... to school. I'm ready. <laughs> you have to see the gameplay. Um, yeah. Okay, so the next game. This is another. Um, oh yeah. yeah. This is on every console, but I would I would more I I like to get this on the Switch. It just looks kind of fun there, but I don't know. Because um, Peyton and I share games yeah. on the PS4, so uh, this game is called Snake Pass. This also comes out the. 28th which is a tuesday it's coming out the 28th I know. okay so this is snake snake pass snake pass okay no okay think like a snake when the tranquility of haven tor is interrupted by a mysterious interloper only the unlikeliest of heroes can save the day yeah. meet noodle the snake mm-hmm. and his hyperactive best friend doodle the hummingbird Kind of has a Banjo-Kazooie yeah. feel. I like that. Who together must reunite the massive keystones with the magical gates that give Haven Tor its mythical power. A unique physics-based puzzle platform game, Snake Pass challenges players to think like a snake as they tackle precarious puzzles as only a snake can. Slither through long grass, coil around bamboo, and climb out of trouble in the la- latest game from award-winning independent studio Sumo Digital. I'm getting it. Yeah, it I... <laughs> it looks really cool. It looks um, like a puzzle game. It yeah, and that whole like there's two companions. It's got such a banjo kazooie vibe, and I love banjo kazooie. So that looks awesome. Um, yeah, I'm I am very very much looking forward to that. Um, Peyton, I would let you read the next one, but this is a Final Fantasy thing, so I'll yeah. take, I'll take the yeah. reins on this one. You can read the next one. Sure. Um, okay. So the the first Final Fantasy DLC is out called Episode Gladio, which Gladio is one of the members of the group, and it kind of he leaves in the game for like a few weeks and then re, rejoins up with you. This is what happens to him while he's gone. Um, and this also comes out uh, <laughs> March twenty eighth. Um, Imagine that. Yeah, it's if you you'll get it if you have the season pass or if you just want it standalone. It's five bucks, so it's not that bad. Um, let's see. I'll read a little bit. It's the Gladiola show. Yes, indeed. And all of his raw combat power is showcased in this add-on that sees him undertaking a trial to beef up for Noctis. The main character is Noctis. Yes. Strangely, Corleonis, someone who has barely touched upon in the campaign, is here and earns his place, but only just a little. He is one of the most fearsome members of the military sworn to King Regis, but he takes a backseat here to his to the main bro. Okay, I'm not even going to continue reading this. It, it's it, what he does in his spare time. Yeah, okay. It's, <laughs> if you like Final Fantasy, you're going to play it. If you don't, you'll never, ever play it. Yeah. Ever. So, it, it, you know, it is He's what it is. He's the one who I used the most in Final Fantasy, like when I needed oh, somebody's help. He was definitely helpful, he yeah. Was, Gladio! <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the only one that got stuff done yeah. for me. 
I love that game so much. And anyone listening, it's so good. I love it. I'm working on it. I'm almost done. Um, Okay, the next one doesn't have a description, but you can just vaguely talk about it. The Walking Dead Episode 3 is also out this week. So Mm -hmm. um, you played the first. Okay, did you play the first two? I played the first two. I'm on this. Oh, I, you, you're. Oh, I'm you know. This. Okay, yeah. you're ready. <laughs> I am ready for it. What I have think the so season far, pass. Great, uh, you know then. Um, it's great. Um, it, we're talking about Walking Dead: New Frontier, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I am playing that right oh, now. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, and it is great. It's sort of. Um, you're you're not playing as Clementine in this one, mm-hmm. but and this isn't a spoiler. Clementine's in the game. Yeah. Clementine's like 15 now. Okay. And boy. <laughs> She is something. Um, she is sort of. She is a very. I am. A, she is an independent woman now. Okay. She, she is, is a woman. <laughs> she is a woman, and she she like. She, she is vicious. Vicious. Okay. She is. She knows what she's doing. Okay. Um, if you played season two, um, even if you haven't played season two, this isn't really a spoiler. Uh, you, there is a character named Jane. In season two, mm-hmm. which is a girl you sort of learn from in season two. You remember Jane? Oh, yeah, I remember. Short hair? Yeah. Um, she is a very Jane kind of person now. Mm. She really took to heart everything Jane taught her. Um, the story, like, there's not much into it. I've only done episode one. Um, not much really going on too much right now. You're just in this civil, like little civilization, trying to survive the zombie attack right now, and that's it. Cool. That's it. Well, good to hear. Yeah, I man, I, I got to get on that. I've I've played like a little bit of the first one, but yeah, I really need to get going. I have it. Yeah, and if you want. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I've got to get going. Um, okay, and the final game on our games out this week, which is the game I am, it has piqued my interest the most. Um, which most VR games tend to do. Um, this game also came out Tuesday, April 28th, and this is called Fated the Silent Oath. Okay, and I'll read a little bit. Set in the mythical age of Vikings, Fated the Silent Oath tells a story of courage and sacrifice where an everyday father and husband must do the impossible to save his family from the destruction of the world at the hands of giants of old. This is what you sent me. Yes. Is it? Yeah. It is. Um... So this game is ten bucks on PlayStation, and uh, it's supposedly about to run. It supposedly plays about two and a half to three hours, um, and it looks fantastic. It's set like I, I read in the description. It's set in this kind of Viking mythological type of thing, mm-hmm. um, and the graphics are very. They kind of remind me of like Fable, the old Fable games. Um, and like I, the old 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 fable games like fable, like 3, fable three kind of like okay. yeah yeah um and they're kind of like cartoony and i watched a few reviews and it's been getting uh between seven and nines which is That's all right. uh, very good to hear yeah. um and apparently what i hear is it's not super gameplay heavy and it's just very like is it pretty it's beautiful and like it's like so emotional i hear and very like th- this guy said imagine playing a telltale game, but without so much choice, but with way more heart. And I was like, huh. Telltale games have a lot of heart. I know. He <laughs> said it was just so um, just so good. And he was saying, um, 
you know, by the end of it, he just was like very like impacted by the is by this the game going to make me cry? I don't know. <laughs> it's, that's Telltale not... games make me cry yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it looks really good, and that ten dollar price point has got yeah. me. I mean, I'm going to get that game at some point. It looks mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, and it, it, you know, it makes me think like even honestly, even if I were literally sitting there watching a VR movie. That would be fine. A three-hour movie for $10 and it's VR, that's kind of worth it because tw- movies now are $20 and they're not even VR. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds really good. And, you know, I hear a lot of great things about it. So, um, yeah, check it out. Fated the Silent Oath. If you're a PlayStation VR um, or I think it's – yeah, it says it's on the PC as well. So Oculus and Oculus. Vive. Um, check it out. It You know, I as anyone listening, if you are a VR owner – it is seriously, and I don't mean this in a funny way, it is seriously our duty to support VR games. Because if we don't, then that tells them, oh, people aren't interested. So right. um, Peyton and I have bought a ton of VR games. We, we have, have a lot. Yeah, we have supported a ton of and them. And the library is not even that big yet, and we yeah, have a lot. And we, still have, and we still have a lot we haven't even gotten. Yeah, we still haven't even gotten <laughs> like, all of them. There, there are some we haven't even touched. So seriously, check it out. This one is really something special looking. Um but I'll probably play it within the coming weeks, and we'll we'll talk about it on here. So, yeah. Um, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. So that is it for the games out this week section. Um, now we'll move on to our final, which is the topic of the show, mm-hmm. and this one is Star Wars Rebels season three wrap up. Yes. Um, now, if you are Okay, Peyton and I are going to discuss a few minor spoilers. We're going to heavily spoil the episode um, uh, 20 called The Twin Sons. Um, And this has a lot to do with Darth Maul. So from here on out, if you are... Maybe this is a good stopping point. This might be a good stopping point. Um, Well... You know, actually, I'll let you listen. Stay listening for a little <laughs> while because I'm just going to talk about my general thoughts of the season and Peyton's kind okay. of first. Imp- Peyton hasn't watched the full thing. He'll talk about his first impressions, and then when I get to the, when we get to the point with Darth Maul, we'll we'll say stop listening. We we don't want to spoil that all that episode for you. So, okay. So my first just point on the on the topic is, um, did you like the season? And I know you haven't seen the whole thing, but yeah. of what you've seen, are you liking it? Yeah. I, I, it's taking a different approach it is. to everything, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, <laughs> we are taking a much darker approach yes, into things yes. and it's not even that dark yet. And it's still dark. Um, yep. I, I just feel like it's going to keep getting darker and darker and darker and darker as it goes along. I, I know. And, and I, and I can just reaffirm you that it. Every other episode yeah. has that theme. And for me, the darker, the better. Yeah. I like dark Star Wars. Me too. I do too. I think it's very, you know, it just adds a lot. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved this season. It was, um, like Peyton said, is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a lot of character changes, and um, I won't spoil those listening, and I won't spoil this for you. Um, there are a lot of things, um, as you get deeper into the season, that just a lot of characters are... S- are getting a lot more raw with each other. They're being a lot more open about their feelings, and I love it. There's, um, there's an episode entirely about uh, um, Sabine, and man, she has had so much happen to her, and there is so much like boiling inside her 
Um, I can't wait till you get to that episode. Right. Um, and those of you listening, she she's a very interesting character as this season progresses. But yeah, um, again, I'm absolutely just I I loved this season. I finished the whole thing. Um, Peyton's gonna finish it soon, and yeah. it, it was it was fantastic. But um, okay. So I had next favorite moment. Um, Heck, I can answer it. Even though I haven't. What's the like? My favorite moment is. Wait, hold on. Do I know the spoil? It, it's no. You okay. learned this in episode one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Episode one. Minor spoilers. It's not that big of a deal. Ezra's sort of a. He's sort of a baddie. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's getting a little. He's getting a little dark sideish. Yeah. On us, and I like it. Yeah. He's he's getting a little wild. Um. Because um. Let I, I won't spoil season two either, but mm-hmm. let's say he gets his hands on something. He starts learning some things yeah. from this thing, and it's great. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff that kind of happens with Ezra. Um, a lot of interesting character changes. Yeah, that's a great moment. Um, is your favorite moment a spoiler? My favorite moment is a spoiler, so... Yeah, and then the next question goes right into my favorite moment. So Thanks for watching the Galaxy Connection Yeah, podcast. for those of you who are not wanting to listen further, thank you so much for listening to the Galaxy Connection podcast. We'll see, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Um, and remember, check us out on YouTube. We've, uh, I've been trying to get a little more active on the Twitter page, um, just like posting some random stuff. So we are the Galaxy C podcast on Twitter. Um, you can check us out there. And then, as always, Patreon. If you're liking our stuff, go, go ahead and support us. Um, Yeah, thank you, you guys, so much. May the force be with you always, and goodbye. Now for you guys. (laughs) You guys are. The rest of you. Um, Okay, so last chance. Get out if you do not want spoilers. I'm about to drop a bombshell. Spoil it in three seconds. I'm about to drop a bombshell, so. Three, two. Okay, get out. One. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, my favorite moment was Darth Maul's death. Boom! If you're not yeah. gone, sorry. <laughs> they couldn't find the X button. I can't find the oh, X button. My, my mouse died. <laughs> my mouse died. Um, yeah, no, Darth Maul, he gets his face chopped off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, I actually, I did, that's the second to last episode, and I did make Peyton watch that because I wanted him to discuss it with me. Yeah, but uh, um, that's sort of... You know, that's an episode you can honestly it jump is. to after, like, watching season two. It's a standalone episode. You yeah. really can. Um, yeah, my favorite moment episode. was Darth Maul's death. And I'll kind of... Yeah. Um, it uh, it's just very powerful to me. The it, For those of you who have watched it, or if you haven't, you're just like, I don't care. I want to hear about it. <laughs> um, basically, literally, the fight is three hits long. It goes boom, boom, dead. It freaked me um, out. And the first time I watched it, I was like, what? That was lame. Um, and then I rewatched it a few more times, and I I realized so Obi Wan starts out and he does his classic little move where he points his two fingers and holds his lightsaber above his head, and then Obi Wan changes stances. And the first time I watched it, I noticed it, but I was like, okay. Um, and then I I I kept you know I rewatched it a few times and I realized, oh, Obi Wan changed his stance to Qui Gon's stance, mm-hmm. which is the just like the behind the head. Yeah. And that's exactly, you know, that's one of that classic shot of Qui-Gon of him going, yeah. you know. And he changes his stance. And then the camera shows Darth Maul giving like a, like with his eyes, like, oh, well, okay, hold up. And then it goes to Darth Maul's feet. Darth Maul shifts his feet. 
And that's why the scene was so powerful to me because Obi-Wan went into Qui-Gon's stance, tricked Darth Maul into thinking that Maul could just get him like the last time. And Darth Maul tried the same thing. His final move before he got stabbed in the abdomen was the headbutt. He was trying to hit Obi-Wan in the head just like he did Qui-Gon. But Obi-Wan saw it coming, chopped his saber in half, and stabbed him in the abdomen. And that's why it was my favorite moment because it just shows, you know, after all these time, after all these years, after all the hate that Maul accumulated, after all the time, you know, he he spent just wanting revenge over Obi Wan. What it all came down to was Darth Maul never changed. Mm-hmm. He never evolved. He never learned anything. He was just the same anger filled, like psychopath up until the very end and obi-wan saw it coming and it does show that obi-wan changed because obi-wan defeated darth maul using the dark side more or less he he was angry and he killed him with his anger this time he didn't have to use he it. kept his cool he the kept whole his time. cool the entire time and he says this great line in that final moment he says um if it's something along the lines of if your pursuit for power and killing people is what defines you, then you know that's a very sad path you've gone down. And it's true, Darth Maul. Like, you know, I know it's a kids' show, but for people like us, it's really not. Like, there's so much to analyze. Like, you know, Darth Maul based his identity around hate mm-hmm. and killing Obi Wan, and in the end, it did nothing for him. Um, I just love that scene. Did you love it? Oh, yeah, that was great. When he first uh, slashed his lightsabers in half, I I didn't know he got. Uh, I didn't either. Got him. Yeah. I I just went. Oh Ooh. well, there go his lightsabers. Yeah. And uh, then he fell down. And I was like, wait. Oh no, he yeah. got him. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also it's kind of funny because you know Darth Maul is like this evil evil character, but I laughed when I first saw it. <laughs> But then you I did. You're like, oh, I laughed, wow. But then I realized he got yeah. him like dead, and that's when I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I found myself after the episode um, kind of sad because, you know, Darth Maul was like one of the coolest characters to me as a kid. He's your favorite. Yeah, I mean, he's like <laughs> one of my favorite Siths of all time. In the movies, he's like probably one of like I know I love Vader. I, I say, Vader's my favorite character mm-hmm. complexity wise, but Sith wise, just straight up Darth Maul. Because I mean. Um, you know, Peyton and I own our own lightsabers. I've got a double lightsaber. Yeah. Like, that is totally Darth Maul inspired. And I don't know. I was just kind of sad. I was like, man. And Dar- Star Wars made all these posts that were like, rest in peace, Darth Maul. Like, you were such a great character. And I was just like, Maul. <laughs> um, oh, dude. What about that freaking line when he was like, Kenobi? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Darth Maul just, he lost his freaking <laughs> mind. He nutso. He, he channeled back into the Clone Wars with that one. Yeah, he, he was did. a freaking spider going on. Ooh, that was, I hated it. Oh, I, spider's my biggest fear. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it was interesting. Um, I feel like, YouTube, hold up. Um, Darth Maul, I wouldn't qual- call it quite a redeeming moment, but no. like, <laughs> Somewhat of an interesting final words. Darth Maul, as he was dying, said, he asked Obi-Wan, is he the chosen one? Referring to Luke. Obi-Wan replies and says, yes. And then Dark Maul, D- Dark Maul. Darth Maul responds and says, he will avenge both of us. And I think that was a really 
nice moment between the two because I feel like in in, in his final moments, Darth Maul realized it wasn't really Obi-Wan that ruined me. It was the Sith. It's always been about mm-hmm. them. And, you know, he, he expressed that a little bit in the Clone Wars because he was like, you abandoned me like I hate the Sith. Um, and he expresses that. And I think he really sealed the deal when he was like, he'll avenge both of us. Kind of, kind of putting him and Obi-Wan on the same side of the yeah. line. And I like that. I was like, you know, obviously you're probably going to not be one with the Force. <laughs> because no, he's far from that. <laughs> you're super bad, Darth Maul. But yeah. that's nice in your final moments that you're not hateful towards Obi-Wan, that you're saying, okay, right. do what you need to do, Obi-Wan. Get this kid ready to go to, you know, whoop some butt. And I loved it. I really loved that moment. Um but um, then he came back. He, came back. <laughs> he comes back. We thought I he died a second time, you know. but no. Uh, what did you think about the that final shot? Mm. Oh, uh, L- little baby Luke. Little Luke running. Yeah, Obi Wan like rides up on a do back, and he's looking over the um, the the Lars homestead. Yeah, and I loved it actually. I don't know if you noticed, but they used the same um, sound yeah. bit from the movie. The the um, the the. No, the uh, the well, they line. use the same music too. They yeah, they use the yeah. same music. They use the same line from A New Hope with uh, Aunt the, Brew. She was going Luke, Luke, Luke. Yeah, it was this exact same one from A New oh. Hope. It was so funny. Um, little Luke's, little Luke's running up. Yeah, Obi Wan's like, I'm gonna make him. <laughs> He's, He's gonna, gonna be, be cool. Kid. He's gonna. Yeah, I really liked that moment. Um, and then like like you were saying, they used that. The binary sunset, the whole like, mm-hmm. so cool. Um, I want someone to watch them and be like, "Who's that?" Like when like little Luke's like <laughs> running there, like they're looking at that show if and they're like, "Anyone what's going dare on?" Says who is that? I'm about to like, jump on you. I don't understand. Who's the little boy? <laughs> um, but yeah, that and um, this will kind of segue into. The next thing, I'm actually switching them, but this is a good segue. Um, I think this episode 20, and there were 21 in the ser- in the season. Yeah. Episode 20 should have been the season finale. Yeah. That was a beautiful way to end it, showing Darth Maul's dead, and then showing like a glimpse of Luke, mm-hmm. kind of showing the audience, we're, we're getting close. Yeah. We're getting close to a new hope. You know, uh-huh. we're a few years out. Um, uh, but no, they decided not to do that, and they did an hour-long episode. I, I don't want to hear much about it. I won't spoil anything. Because, yeah, Pey- I, Peyton yeah, has not seen, seen it. it I'm not going to spoil anything. So you listening, I won't spoil anything, even though we're past that. Right. Um, but I'm just going to say I was disappointed. Um, and that really hurts me to say because I'm very lenient with Star Wars things. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the podcast. I adore the prequels. Absolutely love them. I've watched them probably 30 times each. I love those movies. And- probably watch them. I probably <laughs> I love those movies. I love every single second of them. Sure, I, I mean, I know they're not perfect. I know that, but they're Star Wars, and they're important to me. And I'm also not saying the season finale was bad. It's Star Wars, and it's important to me. Mm-hmm. But compared to season one's finale, which had a great battle between the Inquisitor and Kanan and Ezra, season two's finale. Wow. Which you know, I, whatever. If you don't, yeah. If you don't want to hear this, you can stop now. But um, it's it's been like a year, so you, I'll, I'll vaguely talk about it. Ahsoka Tano and a, and Darth Vader fight, which 
was awesome. Best thing ever. Because Ahsoka was Darth Vader's, uh, was Anakin's apprentice in the mm-hmm. Clone Wars, so that was such a meaningful fight. And the ending of it was just like so amazing, and the music was intense. Um, this one, no, not quite. Um, it <laughs> They tried. It was just lacking in so much. Like the end of it had me just kind of like, okay. And I felt like nothing major happened, and it upset me, and... I really, really Did wish... Did build up to anything? No. Or, no? Like, there, there's, like, a big thing, like, there's, like, a big thing that happens, a but, like... A big thing? A big thing, but yeah. it's not, like, one of these things where you're, like... I mean, you see it coming, like, five episodes away. Right. You know it's about to happen. <laughs> okay. And then it happens, and it's, like, okay, that's exactly what I knew was gonna happen. Yeah. And there's no, there's no like, there's literally yeah. zero twist. Like, seeing Darth Vader in a Soka fight, no one saw that coming. Yeah, and that was... Especially so <sighs> early. Season two. That's pretty... That was just intense. Yeah. This one just didn't have that level of intensity. Um, but, you know, I have high, I have high hopes. The, the yeah, season well. as a whole was fantastic. Right. I have high hopes for season four. Um, yeah, so um, that brings us to the final, uh, just quick topic that I'd like to, I'd like to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the... After season two of Rebels, so it was last year's Star Wars Celebration... Um, Dave Filoni, who is the executive producer uh, of Star Wars Rebels, he also did Clone Wars. Um, he They had like a big panel, and they were talking about the end of Season 2. And like we said, Ahsoka and Vader were fighting. And at the end of the fight, um, this like temple is like collapsing in on them. We see Vader walk out, and duh, Vader lives. He's in every movie. Um, and then we see Ahsoka almost like walking into this broken temple. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were like, is she dead? Is she, you know, what happened to her? Did she live? Like what's going on? And um, Dave Filoni at this conference said, you know, a lot of fans were like asking about like, where's Ahsoka? Is she going to be in season three? What's up? And he said, um, (laughs) he was like, don't worry, Ahsoka will be in season three, just not in the way you'd expect. And, and I, I guess at first I thought like, oh, maybe she'll be a force ghost and we do realize she died. Maybe she is alive and she like just gives like a transmission. I don't know. Um, and he made a funny, Dave Filoni made a comment like, um, you know, she, who knows? She could just be on a lunchbox. Um, but he wrote it off as a joke. But at this point, I'm starting to think that might be true because <laughs> she uh, she's nowhere. She's not in any of it. She's not in a, any any of the show. Now, I will say this, and this is new info to you because I've actually just yeah. been thinking about it. The only thing, this is the only place I could imagine this being Ahsoka. Okay, um, at the end of season two, and especially if you watched it, and I don't know if you remember this, Peyton, but as Vader's walking out of the temple, yeah, there's that. Do you remember that little bird? Uh huh. It was like perched, and then it yeah. started flying, mm-hmm. and then it flew, and it kind of acted as the camera, and it like followed the bird, and then you saw Ahsoka, and you're like, "What's going on?" And you're following that bird. Dave Filoni has commented on this bird, and the bird has been in Clone Wars too. That this bird is very closely tied to the Force. He hasn't said anything more. That's mm-hmm. all he has said. So I knew something was special with it um, at that moment. I'm wondering, did Ahsoka possibly her like force life transfer into this bird? 
or is this bird like a symbol of her still living in the in the world and she's not she's not quite going into the the forest spirit world yet and the only reason i think this is because in um episode one which is what we watched today that's why it brought back to me that owl that little yeah that little albert thing that it's the exact same one at the end Mm -hmm. it was when canaan went and met this big like thing it's this thing called the bendu and it's like a force thing this like sensitive monster monster looking thing and this little owl bird looking thing that i was talking about flies over canaan and lands perches on his shoulder perches right on the shoulder of this bendu and so that is the that seems like something Dave Filoni would mean, like not in the way you'd expect. And the fact that he's commented on the birds before seems like that. And maybe I'll have to rewatch the season. Maybe that bird's a lot more present than I even noticed. Right. And I just wasn't looking for it, you know. Um, Are you telling me Ahsoka is a bird? Ahsoka is a bird. Ahsoka has been we're a bird <laughs> this whole time. Okay. Is what we are getting at. Um, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Intriguing to me. Um, it would kind of be cool. The only thing I will say is. You darn better explain that at some point. <laughs> I am not settling with Ahsoka walking into a temple and just becoming a bird out of nowhere. Um, we need some explanation. I think I could live with that. God. I want them to make complete. I want sense. her to at least like be in a force vision and be like, "I'm a bird." <laughs> I would not be okay with that. <laughs> By the way, I would I... rather have no explanation than her just be like, "I became a bird." By the How? Way. I don't really know. I, I just did. I, some people become ghosts. I became a bird. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, some people become a younger version of themselves, like Anakin. Yeah. That was impressive. <laughs> Very impressive. Yoda and Obi-Wan stayed Still the same old, age. but Anakin's like, hey, I got my Aiden youth Christensen back. Aiden Christensen showed up. <laughs> and, I got my youth back. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. T- check out season three of Rebels, or one or two, all of them, if you haven't seen them. Um, yeah. They're phenomenal. So, all right. Well, all right. that about wraps it up for this week. Um, again, we are the Galaxy Connection podcast based in the Galaxy Connection Museum um, in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Check us out. YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, everything. Um, but, yeah. So, we will see you guys next time. And, as always, may the Force be with you. Yep. Goodbye. <laughs>